Coming up on WealthWorks Radio, recession fears loom, some are accepting the inevitable truth of the state of the country's economic position slash strength of the financial crisis and manageability of these concerns to prevent the storm from wreaking havoc on our economy. Stay tuned. And now, WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney. Welcome in, everybody. This is WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. And, of course, along with Eric today, we have Joseph Lanza. Uh, Joseph Independent is fiduciary. Eric is also fiduciary uh, and author. He's president of Retirement Wealth LLC. Always good to see you guys. Uh, hi, Joseph. How are you? Hi, Steve. I'm great. And, uh, Eric, everything good? You were just talking about how, uh, you know, summer's treating you well. Yeah, summer's going uh, really well. Getting a lot done. We've been very busy. And, um, you know, like I said, this has just been a crazy year. I mean, the markets are all over the place. The economy's all over the place. Um, it's 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 been a whirlwind, that's for sure. But uh, we're staying at it and uh, just keeping very, very busy. Well, I mean, here we are halfway through uh, July. Uh, in June, we found out last week the uh, CPI, Consumer Price Index, hit 9.1%. Of course, highest it's been in more than 40 years and yep. uh, you know we look at gas we look at food rent i mean everything is putting pressure on the fed to do what they do and uh, we called on uh, jeremy siegel he's a professor of a professor of finance at university of pennsylvania's wharton school of business um and his forecast for inflation volatility and his concerns for how the fed can fit into uh, this whole puzzle the Fed tightening and how high they're going to have to go, I think is almost excessive now. I think the Fed has to be careful. You know, I monitored the money supply and, you know, that told me that we were going to have all this inflation that we had. Well, the money supply has been brought to almost a dead stop this year. And that is unprecedented. And I said, you know, three weeks ago, the Fed has just got to be careful not to slam on the brakes and just crash this economy. They've got to watch things. Yes, they have to raise. They have to ratify what's going on. But they have to realize that most of the inflation now is behind us, even though it's going to be going through the official statistics over the next six to 12 months. All right. Well, I mean, again, what do you think, Eric? Is, uh, you know, is inflation, have we seen it peak out at this point, do you think? I don't know if we've seen it peak out. Um, I, I, I think it's going to drag on for quite some time, but I'm, I'm hoping that we're reaching near the peak. Uh, Jeremy Siegel, by the way, I've been following this man for 15 years. I think he's extremely brilliant. He's, um, again, he's, uh, as you said earlier, he's uh, Wharton educated. And, you know, the nice thing about Jeremy that I've always liked is he doesn't make bipolar predictions. You know, you see some of these guys, they're telling you it's the end of the world. And these other guys are like, things are going to be great. He's being realistic. And so there's a lot of times where I follow what he says, what he's seeing and everything. And I will say this about three months ago, I was reading one of his articles and um, his article said, look, I don't care what happens in the next six months. Stocks right now are a screaming deal. And in one year, we're going to be glad that we bought this year. And and I do believe that, too. I think a lot of these stocks that have dropped down in value or um, the, the stock price has dropped significantly are some really good buys right now. Um, uh, and, and, and I think if you really go through and you take a look at these cash rich um, companies that, that have an awful lot of business on their books, they're going to be great. And, and you can really get some good deals right now. You know, Google just split. Um, they're probably one of the most cash rich companies out there. And it was interesting because even after it split, it's not like it went through the roof. Everybody thought this is going to be it, but it really hasn't done 
much since it's, it's split. So, but again, I think a year from now, I think that that's going to be a tremendous buy today. And I think that he's saying that, look, inflation is going to be a little bit of a problem. But like I said, we are going to come out of this. Sure. And and again, I like I like what you're talking about there, uh, Eric. I mean, um, so let's talk about the bond market. That, too, is uh, certainly feeling the effects. Uh, Daryl Kronk, he's the CIO of Wells Fargo Investment Institute. And he says there are some indicators that when it comes to uh, measuring the true destruction that this uh, economic storm is capable of. And uh, he's kind of speculates on what is on the horizon. The bond market is telling you more things than the stock market market is right now. So we have a lot of work to do yet on inflation. And I think the bond market is starting to tell you that, you know, relative to earnings season, I, look, I mean, you're probably going to get 11, 12% revenue growth, but only about five to 6% earnings growth, which tells you already, this will be the first quarter of margin deterioration because of the, the math just in the income statement there. And I think we need to really watch forward consensus because I think post the Q2 conference calls with CEOs and CFOs, those sell side numbers are going to get ratcheted down pretty materially. What do you think, Eric? Where does that fall? How do you feel about that? Well, I think he's right. I think the bond market is very, um, detail-oriented when it comes to what's going on with the markets. And I, I have to say, you know, we actually just had a client come in the other day who I saw about a year ago, and I told him he had two very large bond funds. And, and I'm bringing these up right now because he literally came in last week and saw me, and now he's moving his money over. He's like, He's like, and I'm not, and I wasn't trying to be right, but I, but I was correct. I said, look, I said, these bond funds are going to be a very toxic place to be. And, um, in his one bond fund, he had 142,000. He came in yesterday. It's now valued at 115,000. His other bond fund was valued at 86,438 is now worth $68,326. So what what what's happened and remember this i told him this one year ago but if you remember mortgage rates have doubled since january 1st so that's been even worse right because that this is really the point between january 1st and now where interest rates have really gone up and i told him that you were going to safely lose money before so nothing has been further from the truth when it comes to that so i think daryl cronk is right on it it's the bond market is showing us a lot of things, but and we can learn a lot from this, but we also have to pay deep attention to interest rates, whether they're going up or whether they're coming down. And we were paying attention to interest rates over four, I would say even over four and a half years ago. So again, this is a huge indicator of a lot of things that are yet to come. And I will say this, the more interest rates goes up, the more that stocks become a better deal. I can tell you that right now. Well, he was. He also alluded to earnings season, and we're going to hear, uh, you know, earnings reports coming out. That's kind of happening now. What, what do you think? How is that going to impact things? Happened all this week. I mean, so this entire week we saw earnings from a lot of different companies, and you know, it's interesting because when some companies have strong earnings or they have a strong quarter, the stock market gets beat or the stock price gets beat up. I've never understood that in over 21 years, but that's just always the way it's been. But what we're seeing right now is that a lot of these companies are doing very well. I mean, you know, I, I think they still have a lot of um, uh, worker issues. There's a lot of people that are still not working out there, and that's happening all the way from, you know, the lower service area all the way up to C-class. Um, and so you've, you've got a lot of people that are just not returning to the workforce. I don't know why that is. And that's the biggest problem that a lot of these companies have. But 
um, as far as earnings go, I think a lot of these guys are are hitting their targets, and I think that that could keep us possibly from a recession. Okay, well, again, let's let's talk about a recession. It it could happen, and uh, there's somebody. Uh, let's see, John Kildiff, CNBC contributor, always Capital Financial founding partner. He's talking about what he believes could be behind the recession and uh, offers uh, his thoughts. It's the global recession fear that has really creeped into the calculus uh, for this market. Things are combining here because there's worries that the Fed may end up doing too much, uh, partly, in my view, because of all the fiscal spending we've lost this year. Uh, we're, we're down a trillion dollars. Uh, and that's going to be a big hit uh, to the economy. A lot of money's not going into consumer pockets, uh, and, and they're feeling it. And uh, that's why I think the calculus has changed here over the past uh, several weeks. What do you think? Well, when, you know, there's not money going into the consumer's pockets, then the consumers aren't the ones that are spending money and making those earning reports look good. So it kind of it kind of trickles all the way down. But as far as recession goes, a lot of people, like they say, the R word with recession, right? Mm -hmm. So all a recession really is, like on a technical term, is two quarters of GDP being negative. So, you know, Q1 was already a negative quarter. So if Q2 numbers come out and they're negative, it's like, oh, we're in a recession. So it's kind of like, well, we've been in a recession since January 1st already, right? So um, we're kind of been in that in that defensive position already for that and already preparing our portfolios for that recession to actually come. So it's it's really just waiting on Q2's numbers of GDP to come out and say, well, are we in one or are we not in one? And like he uh like he had said, with the you know Fed reducing the amount of money going into the actual economy itself, they're trying to you know cut back and cut down on inflation. But what that really ends up doing is consumers are not spending as much. They're not you know giving as much money to these corporations, and those corporations' bottom lines start getting hurt, and those earnings start going down. And it's like that trickle effect of why the Fed you know you know in increasing interest rates and cutting down the money supply actually can lead to a recession but like i said a lot of times the the actual economy and the stock market can disconnect from itself so where we've seen like in march of 2020 where we had a negative gdp quarter um the market actually bounced back and had a huge run up so it doesn't always necessarily mean that because we are in a recession that we can't see certain rallies from the stock market so we've already seen a huge pullback in the market from this point on uh, from the beginning of the year. So I still think that there's, you know, some opportunities in portfolios if you're positioned correctly to take advantage of of what's going on and all the undervalued positions that are in the market right now. All right. Well, I I like what you're saying there. And in fact, uh, boy, we are up against the clock. So why don't we go ahead and invite folks to call, get on the calendar and, and fill up those spots that you have available. Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next five callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers to generational wealth. We will get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next five callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000, we'll be giving it to you complimentary with no obligation. Sounds fantastic, Joseph. Folks, take advantage of it. 800-779-1942. Uh, That's the number. Sit down. Get that financial roadmap put together. Eric and his team are there for you to take things that are complicated and turn them into something that makes sense. A true practical financial review. 800-779-1942. There's no cost. There's no obligation. 
Five callers right now will get that comprehensive financial review. You'll see where you are today, but more importantly, you'll find that you now have a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be. 800-779-1942. 800-779-1942. Coming up next on WealthWorks Radio, preparing for retirement can seem like an unending task. In some ways, that's true. The retirement and income plan have to evolve over time to adjust to things like runaway inflation. When we come back, we're going to highlight several things you need to know to make your retirement puzzle fit together. Stay tuned. We're back on WealthWorks Radio. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Eric Carney is here. Eric, president of Retirement Wealth, LLC. Eric is a fiduciary independent, been helping folks for mm, about 20 years or so, or so. Joseph Lanza is here, too. He is a fiduciary and, um, again, helping Eric and the team. We, uh, I, I like this when you talk about a retirement puzzle, Eric, because I... When you're talking about, you, you get into a case study. In, in other words, you're just describing the process that you go through. And I, those puzzles, I mean, it, your head just starts turning and those puzzle pieces just come out and they fit together perfectly. And that, that to me is like an art form. Yeah, that's exactly how it is, too. You know, there's a lot of times where we have a case. And this is really what got me back into the game probably about, nine, 10 years ago, I was kind of getting bored with it, you know, with the whole financial planning thing until we saw some people with some significant challenges. And then I was like, oh man, this is fun. And uh, so, I mean, we sit down and there's several of us and we all take a look at someone's situation. We break down the situation. We look, take a look at their issues and everything. It's all up on the whiteboard. And then we just all start putting in, um, you know, ideas. And then what if we do this? And what if we, do, you know, do this? And for every action, there's a reaction. So sometimes when we think of something, we're like, ah, but it takes away from this. When we finish building this puzzle, we all have this all, all of a sudden aha moment where we feel like we're starting to really make um, headway with this client. And we, we really feel like we're trying to put them into a significantly better position. And it is that puzzle because we're taking all these different pieces and trying to put the, that puzzle together. And it's... Sometimes it's very difficult because, you know, you're dealing with people's money, people's emotions, people's time frames, people's view on politics. I mean, unfortunately, they get involved. Um, it's not something that we really get involved in, but a lot of times the client's uh, political beliefs get involved. And that is a little bit of a strain on the portfolio. Um, I don't think that clients really realize how that hinders them. And it's sad. But unfortunately, when emotions and, and political views uh, become entwined, that kind of makes for a messy situation. Um, and it doesn't really help their plan, to be honest with you. But it's something that we have to work around. But yeah, I, I would say that financial planning is a huge puzzle. And it's I always find it interesting the way we go about it. And, uh, you know, so one of the things that we have to talk about is your your FI, your financial independence number. Uh, right. How do we know what that is and how do we achieve that? I mean, basically, how are we going to be able to afford your lifestyle? And a lot of people don't realize that you may have to live another 25 or 30 years and you do not want to lose that lifestyle. And we just had a, a client that we've been dealing with for quite some time who didn't want to have anything to do with their budget. 
and they fought us on the entire thing. And um, it, it was very difficult because we didn't know how much they were spending. So how are we supposed to plan for that? And um, so, you know, it, it just kind of got to the point where it was an awkward situation. And finally, we had to have a sit down with them and say, look, I need to know how much you're spending. And they all of a sudden really broke down and they're like, we're terrified because we really don't know how much we spend. We spend willy nilly. We spend whatever we want because we think we have a lot of money. And what they didn't realize was, yeah, you've got a lot of money, but you also have an extremely long life ahead of you, too. And so when we really got down to planning, it really opened up their eyes and they were very grateful for what we did for them. But this is where we really had to have a heart to heart tack, heart to heart talk or come to Jesus meeting and say, look, this is we're not we're not we're not messing around here. Like, this is what we do. Like, we're very passionate about this. But if we're going to work with you, we want to make sure that this works. And, you know, I, I know we don't spend a great deal of time talking about Social Security, but it does become this integral part of the overall plan. And to maximize that, I know that's something that you take a lot of pride in. Of course. And I don't think it's the it's not the same for every single person either. So, you know, when you're coming to the FI number, the financial independence number, a lot of times it's not as simple as a ratio or, or just like, oh, well, I need X amount times, you know, whatever I spend each year. And that's how I know I'll have enough for retirement because there's a lot of things that come into play like pensions, Social Security, you know, big out-of-pocket expenditures that aren't included in your every, you know, every year expenses that you're thinking about or what I spend every single month. And Social Security is a big part of figuring out that financial independence number as well. So figuring out when you're going to take it and how much it's going to be. And then, you know, we're forecasting that over your lifetime. So it's not the same for everybody. Everybody's situation is different, but it does play a big role in everybody's um, piece of retirement. Some people oftentimes will be like, oh, I don't want Social Security to even be included in there. And it's like, well, it might not be around when I'm around. And, you know, it's kind of a, a rash decision to make, an irrational decision to make, where it's like, ooh, that's kind of a, that's a huge piece of your retirement that you're just saying you don't want to include in your plan. You know, we definitely want to include that. And there's different ways that we can maximize that for every different person and figure out when is the best way for you to take it. Well, I think that, I mean, it would be great to be in that situation where that Social Security doesn't really impact what, what you've amassed, you know, over the course of your career. And and so then once it's there, well, then that, that money just becomes, you know, easy money to have, right? Yeah, I mean, I think, of course, everybody wants to get to a point in their in their finances where they're like, I don't even, you know, the Social Security is my disposable income, right? It's mm -hmm. like that's on top of everything else that I'm that I'm pulling from my portfolio or I have coming in from pensions or whatnot in order to fund my lifestyle. But um, for most, that, that that's not the case. And if we if we don't include Social Security, a lot of times it can start telling us that the plan is not going to work. Um, so we definitely want to, you know, we can reduce that Social Security amount, but we definitely want to include that as well as other variables you know, taxes, inflation, and all these other expenses that a lot of people don't think about in order to get the, you know, the most accurate estimation of your plan and of that puzzle that we're putting together is, is that puzzle going to successfully be put together or not? And we talk about uh, guaranteed lifetime income. What comes to my mind anyway is Social Security, because that's about the only thing that we can say with certainty that's guaranteed, right? Uh, I mean, there's, yeah, pretty much. I mean, you know, the guaranteed is a difficult word to say in the financial yes. planning world because, you know, I mean, there's a lot of things where they say guarantees on things. And I'm like, eh, I don't know if that's so much of a guarantee, but. You know, even Social Security, you know, does have its issues, but um, I would say that that's definitely one of the income streams that we can consider as well. There are other income streams that you can have, and I think people are always surprised, and I'll just say it right now, 
people always think that investment advisors and financial advisors have some secret you know, way of investing, like we're investing in totally different things than we invest for our clients. But that's not really the, the truth. I'll tell you that the biggest part of my personal retirement is an indexed universal life policy. It's an IUL. And I'll tell you what, it's got so many great benefits. It's literally the biggest part of my retirement plan. Wow. And, um, you know, people are like, oh, I don't want insurance. I'm like, okay, well, what is next? You know, people don't ever want to say, why do you have that, Eric, right? And I'll say, well, it's life insurance. I don't even have kids. I don't, you know, I have beneficiaries on there like my family, but I don't have any children. I really don't need life insurance. So, I don't have to like what the product is, but I can appreciate what it does. And every month I, I sock money into this thing and it provides me with a tax-free pension down the road. I mean, and that's what I want it. There's no other tool that will give that to you. Um, it's got 0% downside protection. Um, it's got limited upside protection. I think it's 12% of the S&P 500 is the ceiling, but I never lose money in it either. And when I take withdrawals, I borrow my own money um, and, and I get a tax-free pension the rest of my life. So it's an incredible product. And that's another income stream that I've built for myself. And uh, we've also built a lot of these for our clients. It's got to fit your situation. It's not for everyone, but it's an incredibly powerful tool and it has to be written properly. Um, we actually have one of the biggest illustrators in the United States, um, Mark Laufenberg. He's out of California who designs all of these for us. And there's a lot of times where we'll redesign and redesign and redesign for the client uh, coming up with that uh, pretty good illustration that, that fits their needs. But it's a very powerful tool. And again, that's another product that we would set right next to your Social Security, especially for affluent clients, because this will hopefully reduce your taxable situation down the road. Ooh, that's, a, that's a key too, isn't it? Folks, if, if we piqued your interest, 800-779-1942, get, the, get on the calendar and, and have that conversation if that's something that, that sounds interesting to you. It certainly sounds interesting to me, Eric. And, and again, you know, you talked about uh, a little bit about taxes, and uh, yeah. that is something that is going to be changing. I guess we kind of understand that, don't we? I mean, we all think taxes are going to go up, uh, and the only thing that's going up right now, it seems, is inflation. <laughs> yeah, I mean, bo both of them are going to be going up, which obviously, from our standpoint, isn't a, isn't a great thing to say. However, when, when it comes to taxes going up, we can also... As planners in our eyes, if we know taxes are, or we're estimating taxes are going to be going up at a certain date, then that makes us, it lets us know, okay, what can we do with our current situation with lower tax brackets to change someone's future taxable situation? That's the first thing that every, you know, tax planner or even financial advisor should be doing when they hear, oh, taxes are going to be, you know, sunsetting or changing in the end of 2025. It's, okay, well, for my current client base and new people that I'm bringing in, what can I do to help them and change their current tax situation that's going to you know, help them in the future or take advantage of what's going on now? And that's really that, that proactive approach instead of the, the reactive approach, right? Because the reactive approach would be in 2026, your advisor's like, oh, well, the tax change, you know, the tax laws just changed. Now we got to do something about your taxes. Right. Well, you're too late. You know, you, you are too late. You, years ago, when you heard this news coming out, you should have been doing something then. And that's what we're trying to do now is, is as, you know, advisors who care about our clients' tax planning, you know, we're doing things that we can convert some taxable money into tax-free money in order for, you know, take the tax hit on it now while they're low. That way in the future when they're higher, our clients are not going to be in a bad situation.
Well, I'll tell you what, we are up against the clock right now. Let's take a break and uh, invite folks to call. Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next five callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We will get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next five callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000, we'll be giving it to you complimentary with no obligation. 800-779-1942. You're going to get that comprehensive financial review. There's no cost. There's no obligation. And you'll see where you are today. But more importantly, you walk out with that roadmap that we talk about that can help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-779-1942. 800-779-1942. Next up, we often talk about what not to do in getting to retirement. This time, we've got five things you absolutely should be doing. You don't want to miss this. It's coming up right after this. And we are back on WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney and Joseph Lanza and consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Having a great conversation as always. And uh, so, Eric, you guys um, are always busy, it seems. I mean, to, to, to just the nonstop activity in your offices, and, and there are plural, uh, is, is kind of amazing. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, it's it's challenging. Um, uh, I think that we do a pretty good job with um, – being in all the offices, um, trying to be efficient with our time. Um, and it's, it's a lot of work. I mean, there's a lot going on right now. And plus, like I said, with this year, with the markets around, you know, you do have clients that are a little uptight, which, you know, we understand. And so we're really just reaching out to them a lot more this time, uh, more than ever, uh, just like we done, you know, you know, we did in March of 2020 and, uh, we'll get through this and we've actually had, um, you know, like I said, I mean, it's been a very busy year. Um, but it's been a pretty good year so far. Sure. And well, I mean, one of the things that I'm sure that you have to do is is reassure folks that, hey, put these losses in perspective, because if you, you know, if you look at the S&P, it's down 20 percent on the year. Chances are you've lost some value. Well, and that's a good point right there. So there's a big difference between losing value and losing money. And we've talked about this before, but still it it needs to be uh, reiterated that losing value is not a big deal, right? And, and some clients just can't wrap their head around that. They're like, yeah, but I lost money. I'm like, no, you actually lost value. And again, if you had a $100,000 account, and let's just say that it went up to $150,000 over time, but then that drops, you know, let's say 20%, let's just say that you're down to 120,000. You're still $20,000 ahead of where you started with your $100,000. So you've lost the value in that account, but you didn't necessarily lose money. And so there is a really big difference. And we do pay attention to, you know, losses versus the S&P 500 or whatever, um, uh, or, uh, index that you're, you're comparing that to. So the bottom line really comes down to, 
you know, where are your losses, but where are your opportunities to gain that back? Because right now we're seeing a lot of bond alternatives. We're seeing a lot of cash. And so we have a lot of dry powder to be able to go in and buy at a much lower price. And that's really what we're looking to do. So uh, the thing is, is that you want to take a look at your your three-year rate of return, see how you're doing, and base it off of that. Don't judge your portfolio or even the success of your retirement on a week-by-week -week basis in your portfolio. That's ridiculous. Well, and as you, as you begin to dig into some of these things, and, and like you said, there's to see, yeah, what the loss might be, but then how to get that back. That, to me, is just such an important part of this. Um, and, 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 and I will say this. That's why a lot of prospective clients are calling us. They're like, look, okay. I'm not happy where I am right now. And, you know, like, how do I get back? And this gentleman uh, that I was talking about in the first segment, you know, we saw him a year ago and now he's coming back in. And he's like, I should have just moved over here a year ago. And there's a lot of people that are very upset with their advisors and they realize their advisors are dropping the ball. You know, there's no opportunity to buy back in a lower price. They have a long ways to go. When the market's down 20%, typically you have to come back up 25% just to get back to even. So if you don't have any dry powder or you don't have any, any ideas, you're kind of in a bad situation right now. So there's a lot of times where we're performing a lot of portfolio recovery strategies, and that's what this is built for. Sure, and that comes down to asset allocation excuse me, asset allocation as well is something else that it becomes, I think that's sort of a, not a I don't want to call it a gray area, but I'm, I'm not sure people fully understand or grasp what asset, what true asset allocation is. Right. And I think a lot of people don't know what they don't know. So <clears throat> like Eric had said, if you had a lot of value growth in your portfolio, um, the prior three years, even this year comes along and you're like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. But then when you have people, you know, when we have see people come in and they're like, oh, well, the last three years I was doing double digits. Well, then we tell them, okay, well, from the start of 2019, January 1st, till the end of 2021, December 31st, the S&P did 100% in three years. So when somebody comes in and they say, hey, I did 15% year over year for the past three years. Now I'm down 20%. You know, this doesn't feel good. Well, yeah, it won't feel good because they didn't even realize what the actual index itself was doing. It was outperforming, you know, their portfolio by a ton and, uh, by a ton, and they were super underperforming. So when it comes to asset allocation, it's kind of like if you don't know what's out there, you don't really know how well you're doing or what to compare yourself to. So whenever somebody comes in and we do, we're able to do a full portfolio blueprint for them and show them their actual results of their portfolio compared to their benchmarks. How much risk are they taking on? How much volatility are they taking on? What are their expenses? And we go deep dive into all of these things that really starts to help them get a better grasp of what their, their asset allocation should be, especially if they're still invested in bonds. Like we were saying, you know, a lot of people still haven't gotten out of those bonds and that's going to significantly take a toll on, you know, take a hit on their portfolio. And that's what you should be checking your asset allocation for and asking your advisor, have that conversation. If you haven't, what have you done for me so far this year? What am I invested in? What's the game plan to the rest of the year? Are you just have you made any changes to the portfolio or are you just having all my assets sit there and the same thing that they were invested in January 1st and saying, well, we're hoping for the best and uh, let's see what this market does? Because if that's the case, then um, I think you really need to reconsider who you're working with. So are you finding people asking those kinds of questions, Joseph? Because that that seems pretty bold. Yeah, I think when, well, I think 
it's important to recognize that when the market is down 20%, that's when they start asking those questions, uh-huh. right? Okay, because sure. over the past three years with positive growth in the market, when, like I said, when you're doing double digits, some people don't realize, you know, the market is doing 30%, let's say they're doing 10%, hey, they're still up 10%. They're not asking as many questions to their advisors. But when they kind of have that catalyst of the market going down, that's when they start saying, okay, what's going on here? What are you really doing for me? Why am I paying you fees to manage my portfolio? Where's the value in what you're providing me when it comes to managing my portfolio? So I think that with the market being down, it's the one positive thing this year is that people who are working with some financial advisors who are really complacent in what they're doing, it's kind of showing it's showing them the true colors of, oh, this, this person maybe isn't the best money manager that I thought he was for me, right? Or my portfolio has kind of outgrown what they can do for me. And one of the things, too, is that we're talking about some some ways, uh, some things that you absolutely should be doing right now uh, as you get closer to retirement. And uh, the liquid reserves, I mean, you know, that that emergency fund or, you know, liquid money that you got to make sure that it's there. Yeah, I mean, especially this year, it's pretty important, too, with inflation going up and all these other. Well, first of all, you have emergency funds, right? So you want to make sure you have an emergency fund set aside. But then there also needs to be liquidity in your portfolio. Like Eric was saying, that dry powder that can be used to go back into the market. You're still seeing opportunities and you're still picking some stocks up and using that right now. Instead of just sitting there in the same positions you have been for the past three years, you're actually making some changes. You have liquidity in your portfolio and you're actively buying some some stocks right now that are pretty beat up. And that's important as well, no matter how old or how deep into retirement you are. You always want to have some liquidity in there that's going to take advantage of what's going on in the current market. And then we talk about uh, spending. So how does how is our spending adjusted in this crazy time of inflation? Because we knew that we were on this budget. How how do we have to change or do we? I don't know. I mean, you know, it's, it's interesting. You go by any restaurant and they are packed. Always, I mean, yeah. Absolutely packed. And, you know, it, it just doesn't seem like, you know, we're on the verge of a recession and it doesn't seem like there's so many people that are unemployed. I mean, it's it's just, it's staggering to me. And uh, the other day I was driving by one of the outlets and uh, I look over and that parking lot could not have been more full. <laughs> and so I just think to myself, well, people are still out there spending, you know, and I am a little afraid that people are racking up a little more uh, credit card debt than than ever before because I know for a fact that we've we've seen statistics where people have gone through their emergency savings, especially after last year. Um, people are going through them again this year, and so the next thing that you really turn to is the credit card debt, and that's something that you know we really have to be aware of, especially when it comes to our children. We've got to make sure that they're not going to make. Um, bad choices with that because a lot of people do not again do not want to lose their lifestyle and this is something where if the economy changes and your financial situation changes they don't want to lose that lifestyle but this is something that we definitely have to be aware of absolutely and and so as to kind of wind up here um the bottom line to me is you just got to be aware of what your portfolio has what it's doing what it's not doing and uh, get with a an independent fiduciary advisor to make sure that you're on the right track Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, you know, like I said, financial literacy is something that a lot more people have to get involved with. You have to start to understand your portfolio. You have to have an income plan. You have to have a financial plan. These are just critical to your uh, early retirement success. And uh, so, again, we we talk about all of these things all the time. And uh, the the takeaway is if you've never met with with an independent fiduciary advisor, no time like the present, right? 
Absolutely. Well, let's go ahead and invite folks to call. You've got a few spots left on your calendar, I see, so let's let's fill them up. Sounds good, Steve. Whether you currently work with a financial advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next five callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We will get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next five callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000, we'll be giving it to you complimentary, no obligation. Sounds fantastic, folks. Take advantage of it. It's a way to be able to sit down and get a financial roadmap put together. Eric, Joseph, the team at Retirement Wealth are there for you, taking things that are complicated, making them a lot easier to understand. It's an excellent chance for you to get that true, practical financial review. If you've never done it before, no time like the present. Don't procrastinate. Make that phone call right now while you're thinking of it, 800 779 1942. You heard Joseph, five callers right now, gets that comprehensive financial review, no cost, no obligation. You see where you are today, of course, but when you walk out the door, you'll have in your hand that roadmap, that guide that can help get you where you need to be when it comes to retirement. Call right away, 800-779-1942, 800-779-1942. Coming up on WealthWorks Radio, my favorite part, questions from you and answers from us. Stay tuned. We're back on WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney and Joseph Lanza. Eric, of course, is uh, president of Retirement Wealth. Joseph is a fiduciary independent. Well, you are an independent fiduciary firm, so that's a good thing. And uh, people, I think, are becoming more aware of how, just to me, how important it is to work with that independent fiduciary. As a, I mean, again, there are, there are a lot of options out there, and, and there are good people everywhere. But I just think, you know, sitting down with you guys, it just it just feels different. Yeah, I think that, you know, when somebody may not really know the difference between an independent fiduciary and someone that works for a larger, you know, national firm, we'll say, um, and then they sit down with us and they kind of realize, you know, what the real difference is to what it boils down to is we're not tied to put our clients in any certain type of investment or even a pool of investments, right? We have availability to invest our clients in whatever is best fit for them. So what that does is it immediately pulls all bias out the window, right? You know, there's no bias going into what we're investing our clients into. We're completely doing it based off of what they truly need for them. And a lot of our clients, once they start to understand that aspect of it, they feel a lot more comfortable as opposed to working with somebody who is with a, you know, a larger bank or a larger national firm who they start to realize is kind of pushing the same exact um, product or investments on their clients over and over again. Um, it's not really customized to fit their individual needs and, and what they and what they want to accomplish in retirement. So being an independent fiduciary really allows us to do that for our clients. Of course, uh, 800-779-1942. That's the number you can call, folks. Um, all right, let's jump into some of these questions here. We've got Olivia uh, in Cluiston. And uh, she says, I've heard, I heard from a friend that you could suspend Social Security benefits 
to later and get some benefits, but I, I didn't know what they meant and, frankly, was too embarrassed to ask them. So what about uh, file and suspend? That's Is that still a thing? I think file and suspend is gone. Yeah, yeah. you can't file and suspend. I mean, you can you can wait and defer your Social Security and it will grow that way, but you don't want to... Once you file, you file. You know, you're getting your benefits. You can't it, you can't turn them off at any point. It used to be okay. So I mean, and this was probably five years ago. It right. used to be where you could start to collect, and then all of a sudden, if you got a better job and you decided that was a mistake, you could actually pay back what you took, and so you've already filed. But now you're going to pay back what you already took, and now you're going to do a file and suspend. That's gone, and so I mean, you know, you heard, you know. I heard from a friend who heard from a friend who heard from a friend, but you know, there's a lot of things with social security where those, those things are gone. Your options have shrunk. Mm -hmm. And uh, so file and suspend is one of them that is long gone. But, but again, I mean, you know, I would get an income plan done, figure out what your social security options are and find the one that's, you know, the most beneficial for you. 800-779-1942. Olivia. All right, let's go on. I like this next one. Larry's in Ocala says, is it okay to have more than one Roth IRA? And can I buy stocks or bonds with a Roth? I mean, you could buy whatever you want with a Roth pretty much. But um, as far as having two, you could have a Roth 401k and then you could have a Roth um, outside of that. But that's about it. I mean, it's not like you can open up, you know, six Roth IRAs. You can only have one. And, you know, uh, max that out every single year. But, yeah, pretty much you can buy stocks, bonds, whatever you want with the Roth, you know, pretty much whatever's available to you, either in your retirement plan or uh, on the exterior account. You can pretty much buy whatever you want in that as well. Sure. And and so, but, but, and again, the IRS is very well aware of if you have a Roth or an IRA or, you know what I mean? So if you try to open up multiple ones, there's going to be questions asked. Yeah, I mean, you know, pe- people think, well, I'm going to open on one up here and one up open over, over here. And then they stare at me like very seriously, like I've really thought this through. I'm going to, I'm going to open up several. I'm like, that's not going to work. And even if you do get them open, they're still going to look at what you're funding into those. So like, right. let's say you do get two Roth IRAs opened up and you're over 50 and you're like, I'm going to put seven grand into both of them. Right. They're going to find out about that. So, you know, if you do, if you're able to open up two of them, let's say, you know, 3,500 can go into each of them. You can't okay. put, so you're, you're, you need to make sure that your limit is still under the limit that you're putting into one. The government is slow, but they'll catch up eventually. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 800-779-1942, Larry. Uh, Joanna is in Englewood. She's got a long question here, but let's get through it. My anxiety, she says, is off the chart lately with all these fears and concerns about recession. I pushed my retirement date already because my income now largely goes towards supporting necessities to my household, which includes my 43-year-old daughter and her two children, 11 and 14, who've lived with me for the past decade. Is there anything I can do to maximize the window of five to six years standing between myself and my retirement? Love what you guys do to help people on the show every week. I mean, this is a huge problem that a lot of people face. I mean, they're sacrificing their own retirement for their children. And in this case, she's sacrificing her own retirement for not only her children, but also her grandchildren. I mean, people have got to step up in this world. And, you know, the the thing that drives me crazy is that, you know, we we enable people financially and and that's never a good thing. Um, To go to the beginning, my anxiety is off the charts with fears and concerns about a recession. What's the big deal with a recession? It's not that big of a deal. It really isn't. Like, I don't care about a recession. And I hate to say this, but 
if there's a recession this year or even next year, it's going to be a light recession. And you know what? We're going to ha- we're going to have another one. And don't forget, this is 2022. We already had a recession in 2020, and we made that we made it through that recession quite well. The S and P 500, I think, did 18 and a half percent that year. Right. Pretty damn good through yeah. a year with a recession, right? Yes. A recession's not a big deal, folks. Please get a financial plan done. Get an income plan done. It's going to help you with inflation. It's going to help you with taxes. It's going to help you fight the fears of inflation. Understand your role of your portfolio. Understand your three and your five-year rate of return. Have you done better or worse than the benchmarks? There's so many things that you need to do. Again, it's that financial puzzle. And again, how do you know that you have to put off your retirement five to six years? This is this is what I'm saying is, is that people literally evaluate the longevity or the success of their retirement based on a quarter's earnings or a quarter's rates of return. It's so ridiculous to me. So again, get a financial plan done, get an income plan done, start to point yourself in that right financial direction. And I'll tell you what, that's going to answer more questions than you ever thought you even had. Well, Joanna, give us a call. We'd love to talk with you. 800-779-1942. Well, she's a, that, that seems like a classic case of that sandwich generation where, you know, yeah. she's there trying to take care of herself. And, and at the same time, you know, a 43-year-old daughter, obviously there's some issues there. And Well, I mean, who, who's going to take care of her when she's really at an age where she needs to be taken care of? I mean, she's right. taking care of her daughter at 43 years old. You know, I mean, it's, it's not going to be any different in another 10 years, more than likely. So, um, you know, like I said, and it is, this cannot be a generational thing. We've need to, we need to snap out of this. We need to break that generational, um, uh, needs there. And, and, and a lot of times, again, we're enabling these people just to linger because a lot of, a lot of children think my parents are loaded. They must be loaded. They're close to retirement. That's what a lot of people think. It's not necessarily true. Exactly. 800-779-1942. Let's see. We got time for one more. Let's go to Clay and Bonita. He says, I'm 68. Don't plan to retire anytime soon. Should I stop contributing to my 403B and put that money somewhere else so I don't have so much saved in a tax-deferred account whenever I have to start taking distributions from it? I would look to see if there's a Roth option on the 403B. So a lot of times people, and I know, Steve, we talked about this on the last show as well, there's Roth options within your 401Ks or 403Bs. So you want to make sure and see if that, that's an option. So I love the way Clay is thinking about, you know, he doesn't want to have too much in tax-deferred accounts because he knows, you know, right now, 72 is the year that you need to start pulling required minimum distributions out. He knows that if he builds up that tax-deferred account too much, then that's all going to be taxable income to him in retirement. So see if you have a Roth 403B option. If not, I would still do whatever the match is on your employer. You don't want to throw away that free money that essentially is being given to you each year. But if you were putting in more than that, and let's say you don't have a Roth Roth option available for that, then you can always start a Roth outside of your 403B um, and, and start funding that because that's going to be tax-free as opposed to tax-deferred. Okay, well, I mean, uh, so Clay, in this case, he's already 68, so he's getting close, right? Yeah, he's getting close, but I think that, um, you know, he's in the right mindset. I think another mindset... He, he, it's great that he's looking at not putting too much in the tax-deferred account, but also just because you're 68, you don't want to stop contributing, right? You don't want to say, well, I'm past 65 now. I'm not going to start. I'm not going to keep saving for retirement. You know, I'm getting close to these years. Well, if you have income coming in that's covering your expenses and you have disposable income still and you're not retired yet, 
then you should still be contributing to those accounts and funding your retirement. Don't stop and, you know, these later years can add many extra years onto the lifetime of your retirement. So I don't think that you want to get into a mindset of, you know, well, I'm past a certain age, so I'm going to stop contributing to my retirement. Well, and again, even in times like this, it's it's even more important now to continue saving because, you know, the market's on sale, basically. Yeah, that's a great point. So when you're putting money into the, your 403B or your 401k right now, and that's getting automatically, um, you know, when you put money in there, it's automatically buying up whatever shares you're allocated in. You're buying up those at, you know, like in the S&P's case, 20% discount. You know, you can look at it that yeah. way. Or even if you're in, if you're in, you know, some type of tech fund or NASDAQ fund, that's close to 30% discount right now. So buying up those shares at this point, it, it can be pretty crucial later on instead of just turning that off now. And then you're stuck with your cost basis or whatever you bought into it at last year. So that's a great point to bring up is, you know, you could be missing out on a lot of gains. 800-779-1942. Clay, if you'd like to uh, have a further conversation. And on that note, we have come up against the clock. Let's go ahead and invite folks to call one last time today. Everybody out there, thank you so much for listening. If you feel like you need a second opinion or you're out there in a financial no man's land, let's take the next five callers who are in need of that financial plan that is missing. If you're serious about your finances, this is a great opportunity for you. We'll create a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000. Let's give it away. Absolutely complimentary. No obligation to the next five callers who have saved at least $500,000 for retirement. And what this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. We're going to map it out. We're going to run all the reports for you. The fee report, the Morningstar reports, a tax analysis, maybe a volatility analysis. Let's see where it takes you. Let's see where that plan leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your portfolio and again, without any obligation. If you're interested in your very own income plan, we'll show you proven strategies and techniques to turbocharge your retirement income. In short, we're going to take all the guesswork out of financial planning. So again, for the next five callers, a full-blown comprehensive financial plan review, it's over $1,000 value. We'll be giving it away. Complimentary, no obligation. Call us today. 800-779-1942. Uh, it's, it's an opportunity to, to see where you are today, but more importantly, it does become that roadmap with an eye on the future to help get you to where you need to be when it comes time to retire. 800-779-1942. 800-779-1942. Well, Joseph, Eric, always a pleasure to be here. One of my favorite hours of the week. It goes by so quickly, and the information is so important. Thank you so much, Steve. And everybody out there, thank you so much for listening. Remember, you only retire once. Let's get it right the first time. Have a great week and an even better retirement. Eric Carney is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors Incorporated, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Retirement Wealth, Retirement Wealth Advisors, and this station are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity products guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by RWA. Insurance licensed in the state of Florida, insurance license number P138852. 
Registered investment advisors and investment advisor representatives act as fiduciaries for all our investment management clients. We have an obligation to act in the best interests of our clients and make full disclosures of any conflict of interest, if any exists. Please refer to our firm brochure, the ADV2A, page 4, for additional information. WealthGuard is a complete portfolio monitoring system. Designed by determining the amount of downside risk a client is willing to tolerate, WealthGuard is added to a client's account to protect them from the downside risk. WealthGuard is not a stop-loss strategy. When the account value in the portfolio hits the targeted value, an alert is sent to the client, advisor, and money manager. There is no guarantee the exact WealthGuard value will be captured or assets will be traded or liquidated the same day due to time of day or market restrictions.